Oh, let's offer up some praise unto the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus. You are great and mighty, dear God. Lord, there is none other like you, Jesus. Dear God, come down into this sanctuary, Lord. Have your way in this place tonight, Jesus. Lord, meet us, dear God, here tonight. We need you, Lord. We can't do anything without you. We need your anointing in this place tonight, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, dear God. You are awesome and mighty, dear God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Acts chapter 16 and beginning at verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I would like to preach on praying until the house is shaken. Praying until the house is shaking. You can be seated in the house of the Lord tonight. Just thinking about the, the days and the times that we're living in, uh, this is a, a very dark hour time that we're living in. As you see, uh, the condition of this world, and the chaos, and the confusion that is going on in this world. The Bible tells us that it was about midnight when Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto the Lord. And uh, you'll find out that midnight means that it was the darkest hour, the darkest time. Um, I think as the church, we have to understand that this is the darkest times that we're living in tonight. And that without praise and without praying, there's no chance that we're going to make it. We need the power of the Holy Ghost in our church services. I was just standing here, and I was looking at these young people and the little ones and the the importance of a Holy Ghost-filled service that needs to take place every time that we come in here. You know, that's what it's going to take to save young people. It's going to take the power of God coming down here and moving and touching on their hearts. It's not going to happen with uh, church as usual. It's not going to happen with lukewarm worship. It's not going to happen with half-hearted worship and praise. But it's going to take the power of the Holy Ghost coming down into this place. And when that, the only way that's going to happen is people gather together and understand the times that we're living in and understand the importance of calling on the name of Jesus. I want you to know, we, we know by reading this account that Paul and Silas, they weren't in a, a comfortable position. 
uh, this was a very difficult time for them. They had been beaten. They had been thrown in prison. Uh, they were locked down in chains. But these men were determined, no matter what their circumstances was, no matter what their physical condition was, no matter what the problems were, they were going to continue to magnify and praise the name of Jesus. I wonder if somebody can get past what their problems are tonight get past what their circumstances are tonight, get past their financial difficulty tonight, and understand that God is still worthy to be praised. He's still worthy to be lifted up. He's still worthy to be exalted in the midst of your difficulty. You can be seated tonight. These men were determined that they was going to praise God no matter what. No matter what the situation was. Um, I, can ima- I can't possibly imagine being beaten. I can't possibly be Im- imagine being thrown in prison and locked up in chains. But these men were determined that no matter what, We are going to praise and we're going to magnify the name of the Lord. David said it like this. He said, I will praise the Lord at all times and his praises shall continue. I will bless the name of the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm talking about continually having a praise in your mouth no matter what is going on around you. Hey, the fact, hey, this economy may be falling apart, but guess what? I still got a praise in my mouth. I may lose everything that I have, but I still got a praise in my mouth because Jesus is worthy of my praise. Come on, I want you to know that the world ain't worthy of your praise. Beyonce ain't worthy of your praise. Jay-Z ain't worthy of your praise. Jesus Christ is worthy of your praise. Come on, no sports idol is worthy. No movie star is worthy. Jesus is worthy of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. You can be seated tonight. He's worthy of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. There's a lot of people that are, they're praising tonight. They're worshiping tonight. But unfortunately, they're not worshiping the creator of heaven and earth. They're not worshiping the one that really matters. They're not worshiping the one that in a split second can change their lives all around. They're not worshiping that, but they're worshiping the so-called gods of this world. Listen, I have no time to lift up uh, men tonight because I know that in man dwelleth no good thing. Come on, I want to worship the one that really matters. Come on, I want to worship the one that really can fix my problem, that really can give me peace, that really can give me joy, that really can put my family back together, that really can change my life around. 
Come on, that's what we came here tonight for. We came to magnify. We came to lift up. We came to worship the creator of heaven and earth. His name is Jesus. You can be seated tonight. The Bible says that Jesus entered into a a certain city. He came in riding on a on a donkey, and the people, as soon as he came in, they begin to pick up palm branches, and they begin to wave them and begin to sing, Hosanna, Hosanna. And there were the religious leaders that was there, and they was all uh, sophisticated and dignified, and they thought it was in- inappropriate for them to begin to worship the Lord, and they turned to Jesus and uh, asked him to tell them to be quiet. And he said, if these hold their peace, uh, then the very stones are going to cry out. Listen, I didn't come to hold back anything from God tonight. I've come to lay it all out to him tonight. I've come to pour out my heart. I've come to pour out my soul unto the Lord tonight because he is worthy. In case you don't know, he is here in the house of the Lord tonight. Come on, he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. That lets you know that he is here tonight. Come on, somebody, I've come to lift up my hands. I've come to open up my mouth. I've come to magnify him. Come on, I'm telling you, he's in the house tonight. He's moving up and down these aisles. He's waiting for somebody to reach out and grab a hold of the hem of his garment. You can be seated tonight. The Bible says that while, when they begin to pray and sing praises unto the Lord, that the prison was shaken. And not only did their chains fall off, but the chains of the prisoners fell off and the, the prison doors were open. I believe tonight that it is God's, God is ready to shake us in the Holy Ghost here tonight. I believe that he is ready to come down here and he is ready to, consume this place tonight but it only happens when we gather together in one mind and one accord and call upon the name of the of the lord that this place is shaken come on you want to get rid of the chains that have you bound to the point that you can't serve god the way that you want to serve him you can't pray the way that you want to pray you can't read His word, the way that you want to read, the key is coming in here and getting everything behind you and getting your hands up in the air and opening up your mouth and pouring it all out before the Lord tonight. You're going to find out that the Holy Ghost is going to show up and it's going to shake this place and the chains, the things that had you bound will no longer have a hold on you as God begins to fill you, as God begins to consume you. You can be seated tonight. many times we we allow the devil to talk us out of a blessing. 
will allow the devil to talk us out of receiving the Holy Ghost. Uh, we let him talk us out of getting a renewing of the Holy Ghost. We let him come in and sit on our shoulders and remind us of how tired we are. Remind us of how long our day has been. Remind us of how, um, how much stress we're under and how bad everything gives back at home. Listen, I didn't come to let the devil talk me out of what God has here for me tonight because I know that the voice that is telling me not to lift up my hands, that's not God, but that's the devil. The voice that is telling me not to leap for joy, that's the devil. The voice that is telling me not to open up my mouth, that is no other than the devil, but I've come to let him know that he is a liar and he is a father of them, and I've come to lay hold on eternal life here tonight come on I want to know who's determined to get what you have need of here in the house of the Lord tonight God has it ready and waiting for you you can be seated tonight God has it here ready for us tonight. He has it waiting on us here tonight. Paul and Silas in that jail cell, they sing and they prayed unto the Lord. They gave God everything that they had. It didn't matter what they was dealing with, but they began to pray in the midst of their trial. They began to sing in the midst of of their test. Uh, they didn't have a guarantee uh, that this thing was going to work out, that the chains were going to fall off. They just did what was in their heart. That was what was in their heart, and they just did it, and, and God began to move on their behalf. I'm telling you, when we come in here and we give it over to the Lord tonight, I'm going to tell you, there's no need of, uh, of uh, dwelling on your problems. You can't fix it, but Jesus can fix it. Come on, there's no reason of dwelling how bad things is. The key is coming in and talking to the one that can solve them. Don't dwell on your problems. Just bring it to the problem solver, and that is Jesus Christ. <coughs> Financial difficulty, he can work it out. Marital problems, he can work it out. Problems on the job, he can fix it. can be seated tonight. He can fix it tonight. But I want to come in here and I want to pray until something supernatural takes place in here. That's the only way. You read in the book of Acts and they prayed until something happened. The Bible says that the religious leaders, they begin to per persecute the disciples, the apostles, and they begin to pray, and they ask God for boldness. The Bible says that when they prayed, that they was filled with the Holy Ghost, and the place was shaken, and that they was given the boldness that they needed to continually to preach the name of Jesus. I'm telling you that we need a fresh touch 
of the Holy Ghost here tonight. If, if you think, if we think that we're going to be able to walk out of here without a renewing and a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost and be able to withstand uh, the attacks of the devil, then we're completely wrong. I come to know that I can't do it on my own, on my own uh, self-will, but I need something that is more stronger than my willpower. My willpower will fail me, but when I get filled with the Holy Ghost, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. I've come to find out that greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. We need it. Oh, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here tonight. I'm telling you, we need a fresh touch of his spirit. You can be seated tonight. The devil will cause us to come in here and he would love for us to just be content with going through the motions. I'll tell you that it's not God's will for us to just go through the motions. It's not his will tonight. His will is that you receive strength, that you receive power, that you are revived, that you are rejuvenated by the power of the Holy Ghost. I know tonight that my marriage won't last I'm not renewed with the Holy Ghost. I'll begin to go back to my old ways if I'm not renewed with the Holy Ghost. That old bad attitude will rise up. That anger will rise right back up if I'm not refilled with the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it's the devil's, uh, it's the, it's the biggest trick of the devil to cause Holy Ghost filled people to become content and complacent and just settle for what they already have. I didn't come to settle for anything. This is a new year, and I'm determined that I'm going to go deeper in the things of the Lord. Come on, I'm not, I'm not just selling. I'm not just being content with just being here. But I need to get something while I'm here. I need to be changed. I need to be refilled. I need to be renewed. You can be seated tonight. This is a new year, and I'm, I don't want this year to be like last year was. I don't want to wander through this year and not have progressed any. But I want to progress in the things of God tonight. This year. I want to grow in maturity, grace and knowledge this year. I want God to have his way in my heart, my mind, and my soul. I want to come in and I want to understand that every opportunity that we have here, it can so easily be our last. I can't 
I can't tell you how many people that I've, I've seen come into this church building and that they're no longer here for whatever reason. I'm telling you, we don't have a guarantee that we're going to make it in here another service. So it is important that we come in with one mind and one accord and we grab a hold of this thing and we pray until God comes down and he shakes this place and he consumes us. You can be seated tonight. A lot of times we fall into the trap of just thinking, well, I don't feel so well tonight and had a long day tonight. And trust me, I'm not knocking that. I'm not trying to be funny in any kind of way. I understand how it is. But one of the things that sticks out to me in this account with Paul and Silas is that when they prayed and they began to sing praises unto the Lord that the shackles fell off of them but it didn't only fall off of them it fell off of the other prisoners as well and I don't believe that it just fell off the prisoners I believe that those prisoners heard Paul and Silas singing they heard them praising God and I believe that with all of my heart that they begin to praise and sing praises unto, Lord, unto the Lord. L- listen, I know some of us have been here a while and we've, we've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. But you never forget that there are new people that need to learn and need to know how to worship and praise God because they don't know. They need to know how to get victory in their lives. They need to learn how to overcome in their lives. They need to learn how to allow the Holy Ghost to move on them. And the only way they're going to get it is that people that have been here come in here and understand that it's not just about me, but I want to see God move mighty in this place. I want to see him feel. I know this person over here needs the Holy Ghost, so I'm going to come in and I'm going to help get this thing started so that God can feel them. I know this person over here needs victory. They're struggling, so I'm going to come in and I'm going to usher in the presence of the Lord so that they can get the victory that they need. It's not just about me. It's not just about how I feel. But there's other people that need to feel the Holy Ghost. They need to experience the power of God moving in their lives as well. Can be seated tonight. Can you imagine what wouldn't have happened if Paul and Silas would have sat there and allowed their lips to drag the ground and to complain? to wonder, why am I going through this? Why is this so hard? Can you imagine this not taking place, the power of God not showing up because they focus more on themselves and their own circumstances? But they didn't. They didn't. They praised God and they sung praises through the trial through the test, and a miraculous thing took place. And not only did that take place, but because of that, uh, the, the, the jailer, 
that was there, he and his family at the end of it all was baptized in Jesus' name because he saw what took place and he realized that what these men have is something real, is something genuine, and guess what me and my family needed? Come on, I'm talking about being an example for God. Even when you're going through the trial, even when you're going through the test, you still be that example. You still be that light. You still let them know that there is one God and his name is Jesus Christ. You still let them know they accept you're born of the water and born of the spirit. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You can be seated tonight. I know some people that go through things and they forget about everything else. They forget about everything else, but no, God is still worthy to be praised. Whether I'm on the mountaintop or whether I'm in the valley, God is still worthy of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. He's still worthy. He's still worthy of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. I'm talking about if you if you are losing everything that you have, I'm telling you, God is still worthy. Come on, somebody, look at Job. Remember Job. Job lost everything, but he did not charge God foolishly. I'm telling you, you can lose the things of this world, but as long as you got Jesus, you got everything that you need. Come on, as long as you got the Holy Ghost, you got everything that you need. You got everything that you need. You can be seated tonight. I will not let my trial steal my praise. I will not let hard times cause me not to lift up Jesus. Not to lift up the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Uh, The truth is, um, I don't love God for the things that he has placed in my life. Though I am happy that he he has supplied every last one of my needs, but I love him for who he is tonight. I love him the fact that he is God and there is no other like him. I love him because he is great. He is mighty. He is great and greatly to be praised. I love him because he's the one true living God. There is none beside him. He is the only. You can be seated tonight. So, I will praise him at all times. I will bless his name at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Tonight, I don't know what problems are present here tonight. But I, I, I hope that we don't let our problems uh, be magnified above Jesus. I didn't come to magnify my problems tonight. I've come to magnify Jesus tonight. Because when you magnify your problems, you magnify how bad it is. The truth is, you're magnifying the devil. I don't want to give him no credit at all because he is nothing. He is worth 
nothing. He doesn't deserve my praise. I didn't come to let my lip drag the ground and murmur and complain how bad things is. I've come to lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. I've come to get my eyes on the one that can work it all out. I've come to get my eyes on the one that can strengthen, that can encourage, that can lift me up. Come on, somebody, get your eyes off the storm and get your eyes over the one that can calm the storm, and that is Jesus. You can be seated tonight. Come to get my eyes on the one that can calm that storm. The disciples, Jesus told them, gave them the word, gave them the promise, we're going over to the other side. And as soon as the storm arises, they forget everything that Jesus said. They forget it. And I understand how it is at times that when things come up and they happen out of the blue and you're not expecting it, that there is a, uh, there is a, uh, a fear that come across you and cause you to think that what, is going, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? I can understand that. But at the end of the day, you have to remember that Jesus said you're going to make it through. You got to remember that he said we're going over to the other side. And they begin to cry out and say, Lord, don't you, don't you care if we perish? And he, stepped, he got up, he stepped out onto that boat, and he said, peace be still and that storm calmed just like it was nothing. Come on, I want to understand that when the storm arises that Jesus is right there walking in that storm with me. He's well able. Come on somebody, you got to remember that he's right there with you. You got to remember that he said I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Lo, I'll be with you even until the end of the earth. Come on, he's there with you. He hasn't left you. He hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't given up on you. In Jesus' name, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Know that Jesus Christ, he's got in control. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Come on, somebody, push past what you feel in your flesh. Push past the problems. Push past the economic problems. Push past the marital problems. And come on in here and let God fill you. Let God fix it. Come on, somebody, let God pull you out of that pit tonight. Let him break those strongholds off of your life tonight. Let him fill you with the Holy Ghost. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, I've come to pray until the house is shaken, till there is a supernatural moving that takes place. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Come on, I wonder if I got some Paul. 
I've I got some silences that are determined that I'm going to give God the praise. I'm going to give Him the glory despite my circumstances. Come on, I'm going to pray until I come out of this state. I'm going to pray until this unclean spirit departs. Come on, these altars are open. I encourage you to gather. Come with your hands lifted up and let God fill you.